Hi guys and welcome back to the FPL Reaction Pod. This is episode 5 and there's a lot to talk about this week. How are you this week, Max? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Um, the football season started for me, uh, the grassroots football season, so that was a good, interesting first weekend for me. But yeah, I'm happy. Uh, international breaks took a little too long. but No injuries for you this week? Well, no, I don't know if you saw my post. You know what? It was... I scored in the I scored in the twentieth minute, Lewis, and I right. was sent off in the twenty fifth minute. <laughs> uh, it was absolute, I said to the ref, you know, I said to him like, I slipped. I generally I got fouled by someone and right. I went down. A ball was bouncing. I slipped, and the bloke gave me a bloody straight red, straight red card, man. I was didn't even have an opportunity to do the kind of crowd the referee and trying to yeah trying to no <laughs> var in grassroots there's no var unfortunately no mm. <laughs> probably would have been a four match ban if they took it to, VAR, to be honest i reckon if it was um var involved they wouldn't have hesitated to send me off because it was quite a, a quite a high challenge to be honest but it, didn't, it was an accident he should have been should have been lenient but anyway on to fpl on to fpl yeah, so this week we've got loads to talk about. We're going to talk about the uh, team reviews from the prior game week, obviously, and and the team preview looking ahead. We're going to discuss some wild card options as well, um, and we're also going to discuss dodgy differential max on 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 your part. Um, first, though, we'll touch upon the games we we did have. Um, I think everyone pretty much had a all right game week last week, didn't they? Or did they? How did you do, Max? Well, to be honest, I didn't. If I go through, gone, I'll go through my uh, team. So, in goal, Schmeichel. So, you know, I didn't get a clean sheet there. So, we're talking, but he got the save points. I was expecting a clean sheet against Norwich, to be honest. But yeah, three points mm. there. Um, Alexander Arnold, he got the bonus. So, he got four points. Creswell. So, Creswell, even though he got an assist because he had conceded the goal, uh, the two goals, he got only f- uh, five points. He always seems to get something, doesn't he? If he doesn't get a clean sheet, Cresswell, he nicks something, doesn't he? He's Yeah, and I'm, he's looking so good. And the only frustrating thing, well, interesting thing rather, is seeing if it's, um, you know, we've got some we've got some tricky fixtures ahead and whether that's going to impact, um, you know, is how West Ham do. But it's, I'm looking forward to seeing how West Ham, you know, because they've done it against Leicester. So, but yeah, he always seems, like you say, he always seems to get something. If it's not, you know, assist, it's a bonus point or whatever. So he's done a good start for him. Um, sure. So yeah, sure, got a clean sheet for once. You know, he got he got me something. He's rewarded me the 5.5 million and the 47 or 46.5% of people that are owning him, actually giving him something back. So yeah, happy with that. Um, yeah, if I move on to my midfield, so I'm going to start with the, the disappointment, you know, the man you probably know who I'm going to say is Barnes. You know, he's he played Pain 66 arse, minutes. He got two points. But the thing is, I, I just know that he's going to come into form because Leicester, Leicester have got some good fixtures. But yeah, mm. he's um he's not looked good. Um, but I did give him an extra chance. Like I said, and he didn't. He's shown me that perhaps I should have uh, transferred him out. But anyway, moving on to Salah, who got a goal, which probably you weren't too happy about, but um. You know, he got me a goal and he got the bonus, so he got ten points. Um, yeah, which was good. Fernandez, you know, you've only got he only got the two points, which um, you know wasn't wasn't good at all, especially for against Wolves are a weird side. I mean, I didn't to be honest, but going into that, I did expect Wolves to actually 
be tricky for them because I think oh, so they far they've lost a lot of games. But you know, yeah, they've only lost by one goal, I believe. So yeah, they. I mean, they dominated United, didn't they? Wolves absolutely, they, completely yeah, dominated. They, they seem to be getting you know a lot of shots against sides, but. They just well, a certain person called Triore is just not putting them away. But yeah, they um, they are looking good, which is I understand why a lot of people are kind of jumping on their assets at the moment. Yeah. Anyway, moving to my captain, so Rafinha. I tried to play it. You know, what? I thought against Burnley, I thought he would you know do quite well, and of course, as I predicted, Fernandez didn't do that well. Um. He only got two points, so it's right not to choose him as captain. But of course, Salah got the goal against Chelsea. So, you know what? I'm not too annoyed on the on the sense that um, on the fact that I didn't expect Salah to you know to do amazingly well. So I think a lot of people would have been surprised at the fact that he did get a goal. So you know, Rafinha got me four points. Um, Mbemo. So again, he's he's playing you know most of the game. He did get subbed off, but he only got me two points. I kind of, I mean. I did originally bring him in because of Emil Smith Rowe a couple of tricky fixtures and didn't do anything. So yeah, as expected, he didn't. He, you know, he didn't do anything against um, Chelsea and City. But Arsenal do have some good fixtures coming up. I'm not, but I'm not actually being biased as well. <laughs> they do right. have some good fixtures, and I think if we're going to turn it around, we're going to turn it around against. If we can't turn it around against Norwich, then fucking call it a day, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um, Moving on to my attack. So my attack, I've got Antonio up top. And again, he's continually continuing to do well. Um, mm. He got the goal and assist and two bonus points. So 11 points. So he was my highest scorer. And so he would have, he should have been my captain choice. And then Danny Ings got me an assist, even though he got a book and he ended up getting four points. So overall, I got 53 points. Now, Ooh. Amazing to be honest. I mean, if I got the captain, you know, if I got a captain choice right, I'd have gone it been into the you know sixties. But again, I'm not. I'm happy that I hit the over fifty mark because sometimes I, in my head, I is if I don't hit that, I do tend to be concerned. But you know, it's yeah. still early doors. Um, so yeah, overall, my in terms of rank rise, so that did drop me um, as to nine hundred thirty four k. So currently, I'm sitting on two hundred eighteen points. So I did have a you know a pretty good start hitting the kind of 100 mark. And then I, I kind of, I got 62 in the game with two. And then yeah. kind of more average 53. So, yeah, I mean, it's not ideal, but hopefully this next game we can push me back up the rank-wise. What I about you? I think, it, I think before before we just move on to Mark, I think it, it is interesting that you've that you sort of captained Rafinha, actually. Um, it was someone I was, I was slightly considering, but then I thought, right, okay, I'm going to play it safe, you know, safe as in Antonio, Salah um, and Steph. And it's interesting, isn't it, that that captaincy pick is, is the is the difference between a below average week to a good week. So, I mean, are you going to be playing it quite safe now because of that in terms of captaincy? Is that sort of made you think, right, okay, um, I had a good start, I'm going to, go back to playing safe otherwise if I carry on with the captaincies like this it's not going to end or do you think that was just a one-off with Rafina? do you think to be honest for that week I mean I know it was a risk but I felt that was the best decision I mean okay Salah maybe I thought Antonio I was expecting you know to him to do it that in that many you know 
to, to, to haul again. I was I was just a little suspect. Um, mm. But I think, yeah, in terms of playing it safe, I think in game week four, you know, it will be on the likes of Salah or, you know, even even Antonio against Southampton, I think he could do it against that. Yeah. So it will be on a safer option for sure because I can't, as you saw, you know, that, like you said, that does have an impact in your mm. overall point score for the week. Well, I mean, in terms of risk, I, I definitely did move with some risks this week. So, so did you say nine hundred k, which is quite good, isn't it? After three after three game weeks, there's nothing you know to be concerned about, is it? I think there's big changes at the moment. I mean, yeah, like I think for the first, I'm trying to remember now how it went last season, but you know, for them first even ten game weeks, you know, big big scores or really poor scores can really sway you. Yeah. sway your rank so I think at the moment I'm not too concerned I just you know need to keep that consistency which is important mm. in FPL because suddenly a few drop-offs and then you, you you shoot down the rank quite a lot yeah so in terms of my week um it was we'll just go through the lineup quickly um Sanchez still in goal two points um obviously there was some sort of conflict in 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 assets there because I had Dean as well so it was sort of defensive asset against defensive asset I could have well I was hoping for two clean sheets but um but now we only got one so Sanchez two points Dean six um which is about time actually because he was starting to really bug me um but uh Trent got the four points didn't didn't do much but still got the four bonus points it just sort of reflects how good Trent is as an asset I mean even sure, um, similar to Luca Dean, he, he was a little bit irritating, you know, with that price bracket that wasn't really performing. Um, so six points there, which I mean, it's it's about time the defense did a bit, did some bits. Uh, Rafina, obviously, your captain, um, blanked for me as well. Um, weird one, isn't it, with Rafina because there's a lot up in, up in the air at the moment with the uh, with the Brazilian side and we don't know whether he's coming or going we've had news today that he is playing then news again um that he that he isn't playing and then it's just sort of up in the air so i think Rafinha is one of those sort of situations where in terms of next week we'll talk about it more a bit a bit later but but yeah moving on to Bruno Fernandes um a good week to get at two points i think for me especially with the um the you know the 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 big players that have come into the game. So uh, Ben Rama, the the guy I swapped for Barnes, didn't perform um, better than Barnes. So I mean, you could look at that. I think that was that was an all right um, thing for you as well, Max. In, in terms of me moving away from Barnes, but then he, you know, Ben Rama blanked as well. Um, I think what did help was obviously you know I cut, I, I sold Salah this week. Um, I mean, he, he he came up against Chelsea. You know, we got the red card. There's a big argument that if we didn't get that red card, you know, he wouldn't have done much because he looked absolutely invisible for the, well, for the first half, to be honest. And it, it's absolute madness that we even stopped Liverpool um, when we went down to Tam Man. Um, but yeah, so I sold Salah, I moved to Son, uh, but then I, I personally think I got a little bit lucky with that risk uh, because. Spurs weren't great. I'm not too sure if you watched that Spurs game, but I don't think Spurs looked that great. No, I mean, now, I mean, Son keeps popping up. Um, but like you say, I mean, they against uh, Wolves the other day, they had, when they won one, you know, when they won one nil, um, Wolves had loads of shots. I think they had, you know, had like double the shots. So it's not like Spurs are 
kind mm. of over and a lot of they're conceding a lot of shots as well. I think I saw a stat about uh, how many saves or how many shots Spurs are conceding. It was actually um, it was quite considerate, quite high. So I think yeah, like you say, there is some question question marks around some of the assets at Spurs. Yeah, I think Spurs were top four for attempts conceded in the box or top five. I'd have to double check that, but I know they were one of the worst. And interesting with Spurs, isn't it? Because um, they they've they've won the, they've won their first three games one nil. Um, they've not looked convincing at the back. They've actually looked worse. They've looked worse defensively, but still kept the clean sheets and looked bad going forward, but still. Um, you know, still with the sort of the, the the big assets like Son popping up with the return, so it's a difficult one, isn't it? Um, mm. with, with with Spurs, and I think I was quite lucky with Son. He he got ten points or twenty points for me as a captain. I was really lucky with Son. Um, so so yeah, moving on to the attack, Antonio with eleven points. I mean, you can't just he, he he's on forty points after three game weeks. I mean, like insane or or what i mean it's it's just a joke i'm, I'm glad doing. i picked him over bamford <laughs> I yeah know, i was toying yeah. with bamford wasn't i at the start of the season and i ended up opting for antonio and yeah i think if i didn't it would have cost me a lot so yeah he's he's, he's doing his manager as well um ivan tony popped up with a goal about time really wasn't it um i think a lot of owners were sort of Wondering whether to get rid or not, and I think this, I think owners still should get rid of Tony. To be honest, I don't, I'm, I'm not really convinced by him in the first three games. I think they've had all right fixtures as well. So if he was going to do it, I think you know it, it would have been, you know, he would have got more than a goal in, I think, in his in his first three games. So not highly keen on Tony um, Ings. You know, he he's he popped up with the assess. I think he got yellow carded as well. He got booked. Tony got booked. Um, I think most of my strikers got booked actually, which was fun. And but yeah, I mean, overall it was an all right week. It was sixty five points for me, and it was a rank gain of one hundred and fifty k. So it was one million to eight fifty. Um, big jumps, isn't it? Just from yeah, it's big jumps, and I think obviously it it's it's one of those situations where I mean I look at it quite negatively, and I think. Right, okay, I didn't start with Simicast, that's a bad start. Didn't start with Ben Rama, also a bad start. Um But I just think I just think the way I'm jumping up in rank by getting scores that I think are okay, not brilliant but okay, it just means that if you have a really good week, um you know, it, it, you could jump some serious rank. Um so so yeah, that's my week. Sixty five points. Um not many takeaways from last week. Just, just obviously, there's a lot going on in the international break at the moment with um, again Brazilian players and stuff in the Premier League. And I think we should probably move on to a rough idea before we look at the wild card options. Let's look at how we think we're going to set up um, our teams for this week because we've had a lot of time to sort of look at the uh, you know look at different scenarios and um, I did a I did a video with FPL Nymphria the other day. And uh, my sort of idea, my sort of um, my wild card draft has changed quite dramatically since then. Um, so it's good that it's not the same, but it's also something that I didn't try to change. You know, it's something that I sort of wanted to do. Um, but yeah, let's just take a look at what you're because I'm really interested to see what you're doing this week, Max, because you haven't really spoke much. It's sort of been a bit of a wait and a see for you, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've kept it quiet. I don't, to be honest, 
I'm unsure at the moment because there's a lot of spec. Originally, I said to you, and I think, uh, and I didn't want to use my wild card, and currently I'm not using my wild card, but, but I'm looking potentially at um, that. There's a few assets I want, and I'm looking at potentially taking a minus four. Um, so sitting currently in my so if I you know if I took my current game week four team is Schmeichel, Alexander Arnold, Creswell, Shaw. I've got Ben White, Mbemo, Fernandez, Salah, Barnes, Antonio Ings. Right um, now Ings. He will be going, um, but the problem is at the moment there's some spec. He was planning. I was planning to take him out for um, Calvert Lewin. Now there is some, you know, is he? Because I know he come off with his. He's got some problem. Is it his toe? Is he got some like? Yeah, yeah. So, grown toe now or something. Uh, I don't know what he's got. <laughs> well, this is it. He he had a broken toe. He's been broken playing toe. through it. But then, but now there's a rumor of a thigh injury, a muscle thigh injury, which takes the sort of it takes it to a different level of injury. Mm. So it's, it's a, that's the it's thing for one. me. Yeah, because I'm I'm reluctant. I At the moment, I'm not using my wild card. So I'm waiting for the press conferences, to be honest, to understand exactly mm. what kind of severity is of that injury because that kind of does change my game plan a little bit because there's basically, there's I'll tell you the players I want. Um, so I want Yotta. I yeah. want Calvert-Lewin. And I want o- Martin Odegaard. Now, I've got two free transfers, right? And to do that, obviously, that would be, I, I would take a minus four. But to do that, I would potentially be taking out Ings, Barnes and Mbemo. But currently, that is a shortfall of, I think it's 0.2 million or something like that. Because right. so I've got 0.5 in the bank. Um, so, and it, of course, depending on the Calvert-Lewin news, this does impact, you know, my game plan. And of course, you know, you're probably asking yourself, what about, you know, the big Lukaku and Ronaldo? Yeah, honest, Ronaldo mainly. I think as Ronaldo, soon as you didn't yeah. say, yeah, as soon as you didn't say him, I was a bit like, okay, when's, I mean, Ronaldo, when's honest, the Ronaldo I just think, coming? I think from, I, I want to, I'll probably, you know, depending on if I'm using the wild card. Lukaku will be coming into my team by game week seven or game week seven. I mean, I know what he can do, and I, the fixtures are better after. I mean, he's got Aston Villa, and then you know you've got a couple of tricky ones. Yeah, but then game week seven onwards, you know, he'll be in my team. Um, of course, Ronaldo. That's the question because they've got some good fixtures kind of before game week seven. Um, but I just think Fernandez. I mean, for me, it's like I know a lot of people jump into Ronaldo, but I just think Fernandez will will do well. I know there's a question mark. The big question mark is, oh, it, will he be on penalties? Will he not? But I mean, the, the lag didn't he? Yeah, you know, he got a hat trick first first um, first game, and he, I don't think any of them were penalties. I just think yeah. for me, I, I want to. I think it could bite me in the ass. To be honest, I could leave it, and then Ronaldo could bang in. To be honest, he's you know it, it could happen, but I just. There's part of me that's saying, I, you know, Fernandez. I think he will do well. Um, yeah, that's why, and because I'm reluctant at the moment on using my wild card because I feel like, do I really need to use it? I'm not hundred percent sure because I think if Calvert Lewin's playing, Burnley are. I've got some stats one before we go on that about the wild card options, but Burnley are not amazing defensively, and I feel no. like Calvert Lewin could do well. Um, so yeah, currently at the moment. I will be making changes. And of course, I think the reason I mentioned Odegaard is because firstly, I think he's going to be fitting straight into our team um, and Arteta will make room for him. Of course, first three games, 
you know, we're, we've been appalling. You know, if we concede more than three against Norwich and we lose, it'd be. I think it's the worst start to the Premier League. But realistically, we're at home against Norwich, and I think if it's going to change, it's going to change now. And I'm not. I'm not being biased. I just think Arsenal can do well. It will do well against Norwich, and I think Odegaard could be key to that. Um, which is why I'm. And also, yeah. Mbemo's not doing. You know, like I said, he's not doing amazing. Yeah. Um, that's the reason for them potential changes. Currently, Lewis, I'm stuck and I'm waiting for the press conferences because depending on what they say, it could mean I get forced into potentially, you know, a wild card and switching up a bit more. Because if it does, I mean, it might mean I ha- might have to make room um, elsewhere. But I'm, yeah, currently I'm waiting for some news and then I can go from there. Yeah. So I think. A lot of people that didn't necessarily want to do the wild card originally, and I was one of them. Um, you know, I was dad sat on game week thirteen. Yeah, you were. Um, yeah. I, I I also thought that the game week seven um, fixtures were easily navigated with uh, transfers, and I still do. Um, I think the Chelsea, you know, you, you're only really targeting Chelsea in game week seven, aren't you? An additional Leeds player, and you could sort of build towards that. Oh, City. I mean, the the thing is with City, the the. You never know who's going to play, do you? And yeah, that's I think that. that's 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 one of my main concerns with City. Um, City do play Chelsea in game week six, Liverpool in game week seven, but then yeah, the fixtures do turn in eight. Um, yeah, I, I just think I could probably navigate that without a wild card. Then, as long as I'm wild carding now, um, mm. so you can sort of set up the. Um, you know, set up some players, get some players in early before those price rises. But I think, again, I was very against using the wild card originally, but I just think because it's so much has happened. So, you know, with the Firmino, the Firmino injury mean, now means that uh, Yotta will be nailed first team. I know it's not uh, official uh, with Firmino. I'm, uh, we've heard two to three weeks. Um, some people think it's a month plus, and it doesn't really matter because yeah, that's even if it, it isn't because he's I playing mean, anyway, isn't he? Yeah, two weeks of Yotta at seven point five, seven point six million in a Liverpool team against you know weaker teams is, is enough for me because obviously he could just be an easy switch for I don't know say say, say yes use Mount as an example. So for me, Yotta is he's up there with a top target. Um, and, and again, I, 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 he was one of the issues. Rafina is another issue because he's in my team. I'm not too sure he's going to play. Um, and even if he does, it's against Liverpool. Um, I'm not. I'm not convinced about Bruno. I know you said you you think he think he still do well, but I'm in the camp where I think he's he's he scored a hat trick in his first game, which was great, and he then blanked, and then he then blanked again. Um, so it's not it's not helping his cause that he, that he's blanking. Um, it's also one of those situations where I think with Bruno, for me, he's just going to tick away. He'll, I think he's going to lose the penalties and the free kicks, or the majority of the direct free kicks, um, shot free kicks. But I just think he's going to tick away. You know, like similar to Mount. I don't think he's. I think obviously Bruno's a far better player than Mount. I'm not arguing that. I just think he's going to be sort of that Mason Mount role where. Even Mason Mount's got um, set pieces, actually. I mean, Bruno will still be on corners and some free kicks. But, yeah, I just think he's going to tick over nicely. I don't think he's got going to have too much of a goal threat, knowing Ronaldo's up front now. Um, obviously, we've got Lukaku, another big change. We've got a big uh, fixture swing for Wolves. 
okay, you could argue that they haven't been great anyway, but underlying stats would say that they they are. Um, so you know, there's so many factors into into the wild card this week, and I think being open to adjusting yourself to the wild card is important as well. You know, not not saying to yourself, right, I'm not going to wild card, I'm not going to wild card because. I think it's 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 a good time to use it. I'm not saying that just because I've pressed it. I've, you, and you know, when you take a step back and look at everything that's happened, um, you know, it 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 you know, Jota becoming a um, a good premium now. You've got Greenwood potentially stepping out if you're a Greenwood owner. You've got you know Ronaldo coming into the game, Lukaku coming into the game. Wolves has a, have a great fixture swing. So there's a lot that I want to do in the team that I can't do transfer. Yeah, Torres is an, another interesting if, one as well. Is Jesus, um, Jesus, Jesus, whatever his name is, he's one of the Brazilian players. There's, that's, there's some question marks over, isn't it? Yeah. So I think he, again, that's that, again, that's a bit, a little bit up in the air. But yeah, Torres would be pretty nailed. So I think, which is why um, I would just say, look, just try, just try and be open to the wild card because. Obviously, you know I've wildcarded. I've wildcarded everyone. I know, I know you've wildcarded this. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I just I look at my team, and I, and I think, and I think this is such a great team for the next like six, four, five, six, seven weeks with a couple of key changes over the next few weeks. Whereas, you know, if I looked at my previous team with Bruno, Ings, um, who else, Rafinha for the next for the next game. Um, but then you could argue that you could just, you know, for Rafinha owners like ourselves, you could just bench him, you know, bench him for Liverpool. After Liverpool, he's got some great fixtures. To, you know, the news about what's happening in Brazil, blah, blah, blah. There's not, I mean, the main news I heard was it was a week or he might not be able to yeah. play game week four. So, you know, you probably, if you do own him, you probably bench him anyway. So, yeah, it's, it's difficult decisions if you are wildcarding mm. and you're thinking, do you know what, I'll, I'll take him out because he's, you know, he's 6.5 million. You could use that funds for to support a Yotta move or whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah so, um, it also depends on your current setup as well, doesn't it? If you've not got players like Calvert-Lewin, who, who, who is firing at the moment, he's, he's one of those players that, you know, everyone wants at the moment. You've also got the Wolves fixture swing. Um, it, it's just, and which is, which has sort of made me wildcard. Um, so, I mean, are you still open to wildcarding, Max? I mean, what are you I, saying yeah. to yourself mentally? Are you like, no, or are you that's like, thing, maybe? Like, that's one thing I'm conscious of, because, you know, last season I was very, um, you know, when you say something and you like to kind of, not keeps your word, but, you know, you, you I'm a little bit stubborn sometimes. And it, there's and say I make a decision and there's re, normally, you know, there's reasons behind why. So, for example, in this situation, you know, there's reasons why I don't want to, wildcard but at the end of the day if the press conference comes out on Friday that, that and it doesn't go my way and you know I'm not 100% sure of a few things then I think mm. a wild card is you know to, to do some of the changes that I want I don't want to be taking stupid hits so yeah yeah I you have to be open to it if, um, you know scenario changes just because you said or whatever you know if there's a team of players you want and like that's there's an important point you also mentioned you can navigate. So, say you want certain players in game week seven or whatever. You can, yeah. you know, you can switch it about, save a couple of transfers, or you know, plan a transfer and then another move. So you can you can plan for it. Yeah, I think 
I mean, as long as you're open to it, I think that's that's important, isn't it? Because again, I've done it. I've been there before, where I've been like, okay, this is when I'm going to use the wild card, and it's and it's and and people have seen this opportunity to wild card and ended up better off. And then you, you're just like, why didn't I wild card? But, but yeah, let's just move on to how I might line it because again, I did a live stream this week and I was very adamant that I was going to go um, four four three uh, four three. Okay, so with the heavy hitters at top, I was I think I was lined up with Trent at the back, uh, Ben White. Um, uh, I think I was like it was it was a very cheap back line. My bench was restricted. Livromento, Williams um, in midfield. I was restricted again uh, with Damari Gray. Still had Salah. Um, still had Rafinha. Still had Ben Rama. And then up front, Antonio, Lukaku, and Ronaldo. So that was a pretty heavy hit draft. Um, so I've gone sort of from that. I've looked at Lukaku coming out. Um, I've now looked at I've now looked at what I can get taking him out and compared it, put it in front of me. Um, so in a um, in a in a four in a four three three. So the same same uh, same tact. Uh, Sanchez in goal. Uh, I've brought back Shaw when I originally got rid of him. Um, Sure. You could do something now. Ronaldo's back. Uh, yeah, I think it's not just that though. I'll I'll get on to um, I'll get on to future plans and stuff um, in a minute. So Trent, uh, Marcel from Wolves. There's a lot of underlying stats, good underlying stats for Wolves at the moment. I think they're looking great. Um, I'm not going to go too much because we're discussing wildcard options. Ailing um, at the back. Uh, Williams. Brennan Williams from United is now playing for Norwich, who who has a pretty good run actually. Uh, midfield Triore, um, so Triore comes in um, again. I just think he's he he covers a nice price bracket that can be switched to like Sar or below. Uh, so Salah and Yotta, a big a big one for me who I couldn't get into my my heavy hitter. Um, wildcard draft so he's a really important one and he was top of the list um, to come in uh, Ben Rama stays and then up front is Antonio Ronaldo stays and Calvert-Lewin um, the key looking good Lewis, yeah the key top. the key changes to that and the most important changes to that is, is Calvert-Lewin comes up front for Lukaku but then upgraded from Damari Gray becomes Jota. So you're looking at that, you you know, you, you look at that in comparison, Jota and DCL or Lukaku and Damari Gray. You know, Chelsea have toughish fixtures. Gray, he's looking good, but am I fully convinced that he's going to be sustainable? Probably not. Um, and I also got Shaw out of that deal as well. So I also upgraded um, Ben White to Luke Shaw. <laughs> with so who, with, you, who you got in the defense again? You've got you got Shaw, so, Ben White. So, no, no. So Shaw, Ben White was in my old draft. Oh, yeah, so sorry. Shaw, Trent, Marcel from Wolves, Ailing, and Williams. So that that's the, the full set of defense. And um, whereas originally it was Livromento, Williams, Ben White, Marcel, and Trent. So instead of Lukaku, instead of Lukaku, um, and L- Lukaku, Ben White. And Damari Gray, I've now got DCL, Yotta, and Short. It's not just looking at those options and thinking, right, okay, that looks a lot better. It's the fact that they can 
reach other price brackets as well. So sure, I've got money in the bank, point two, to do a shorter Reese James. So I've got easy changes to swap with the fixtures, you know, with the um, the, the fixture change hmm. for Chelsea and, and, and Leeds also, because obviously when Raf's fixtures get a better, um, Yota Firmino might come back into play or Ben Rama might um, get a little bit weaker in terms of out, um, attacking output, uh, output in terms of FPL points. So, yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty set up. DCL could become Bamford also. So in terms of what I've swapped out with Lukaku, it's not just uh, players who I think can, can accumulate, combine, can get better, um, return more points. It's the fact that I can reach those other price brackets while still keeping Ronaldo. Um, do, you, do you think, sorry, a question, Louis, do you think that you'll ever own Lukaku and Ronaldo at the same time? Or do you think it'd be shaking up your team too much? No, um, so I think that was I think that was the the main reason that I I mean Luca Ronaldo has better short term fixtures. Luca mm. Lukaku, I, I, it looks like that I'll just rotate Ronaldo and Lukaku. It feels like you have to go with one or the other. Um, and and if if you know if if my combination of players aren't are con- consistently. Um, not outperforming the heavy hitter, the premium draft, then I'll look at that and think, right, okay, maybe we do switch back to Lukaku and Ronaldo. But I've just got more flexibility. Um, it feels a lot better. It feels more comfortable. And was it worth the wild card? Well, yeah, because I didn't have um, the Wolves duo. You know, I could arguably keep them in for the next 10, 11 game, games. Um, obviously, hoping they perform as well. I didn't have Yotta. And I didn't have Ronaldo, and I didn't have DCL, so it, it's it's either it's either a minus sixteen, you know, minus sixteen point hit, or it's a wild card. And I, again, me and you discussed lessons learned and wild cards. I mean, uh, points are something that I'm not willing to take that often. This yeah, that season. makes sense. It's definitely more. Yeah, it sounds um, definitely more balanced uh, squad that you've got there. With them, them changes, yeah, yeah, it looks good, mate. It looks good. But um, in terms of captaincy, um, who who did we who did you mention that you might was it looking like Salah was it? Yeah, Salah. Yeah, Salah or you know if it, if I still own Fernandez, it could be a, between the two. But I think with Leeds, yeah. they concede and also a lot of shots. So I think Salah. I think he's yeah. bound to get a goal. So yeah, it's most likely Salah. Originally, I was stuck between Lukaku, Ronaldo and Salah um, with the premium heavy draft. Um, I've looked into, into a lot of stats and although we look like we've got plenty of options this week, I'm not too sure we have um, because Leeds arguably, well, statistically a lot better at home than away. I think big big man Bacar, he, he threw out some stats every day and um, Leeds looked far better defensively at home and um, and and Leeds and and even Liverpool are far better at, um, at home than away as well statistically. So I was just looking at that and thinking, mm, do, does does that look like a t- fixture I want to target? Although Leeds have been conceding a lot of um, shots in the box, uh, opportunities, big chances, etc., and they look better at home. So the Salah um, and Ronaldo now. I'm not 100% Ronaldo's going to play 90 minutes or 100% he's even going to start. Uh, you could argue why bring him in, but he's he's primarily in because I think he could play 60 minutes and still 
get a bloody hat trick. Do you know what I mean? He's he's, he's yeah, that good in the air. He could get ahead of. But uh, yeah, when you nowhere. but when you're comparing Salah to Ronaldo, it gets a bit tougher, and you want you want the one who's going to play the most minutes, don't you? Um, well, you know they're, they're arguably both as going to be as lethal as each other in the league this season. It just feels a bit 50-50, that one. Um, yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, you could overthink it. I don't know, for me, I think, unless I have a change of heart last kind of, you know, towards the end of the, closer to the game with that kickoff, I, I think at Salah. I think I'd probably stick with Salah. Mm. I mean, he's I done so. it in most of the game weeks so far, hasn't he? Two out of three. Yeah, I think he seems safe, doesn't he? It feels, yeah. like, it feels like a safe option. Okay, moving on from uh, my wildcard draft, we're now going to talk some wildcard options. Um, you've already seen my team and me and Max have already discussed a few options already. Um, is there any that you sort of want to point out, Max? Well, I mean, originally we discussed, I didn't want to touch upon the same players. So I, I was going to mention Yotta um, on the basis, yeah. like we mentioned, you know, currently Firmino is potentially out. You know, he scored two goals um, and he's unlikely to be kind of subbed out. So that was one player. Yeah. Um, DCL. So, I mean, we mentioned him, but we didn't really talk too much stats. So in terms of Dominic Calvert living the white, that's one. He's kind of on the kind of impact in my choices of players this week. But, you know, he's scored in every game so far. He has a decent fixture run. Um, I think Burnley, Burnley conceded 53 shots so far, which I believe is the highest. Um no, only Arsenal conceded more, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> With 55. Didn't want to say um, that, did you? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I wanted to... But yeah. Um, we'll just say it's Burnley, it's fine. It's Burnley, yeah. And he's. I think he's conceded 15 shots from headers, which is the highest so far. And we know Calvert-Lewin is, is good in the air. Yeah. Um, so for me, and also good in the box. So I think in terms of if he's fit and he, they confirm, Benitez confirms he's ready to play, I think he is an option where I feel like he's going to score um, so yeah that's why one of the players I mean it's easy to look at the new players that are coming in you know Lukaku and Ronaldo um, but at the same time you know you've got to look at what's in front of you in the stats and Dominic Carver-Lewin has done something every single game um, so yeah and he's and look at the opposition as well so yeah on that basis that's why one of the players that I've looked at so far but um what about you, Lewis? Should we do this one by one? Um, what, what a player that you've kind of had your eye on in that wild card that you haven't got in there currently, or um, not really? I think everyone, that, well, I think all my targets are currently in my. Actually, there is a couple. Um, I've okay, so I'm going to throw in Timo Puki. Um, oh. I've got obviously more solid ones, but I wanted to get I wanted to get Puki in there now and justify why I want to get Puki in. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, sort of doubts about Ivan Tony at the moment, um, and everyone's sort of got that forward bracket that they're just not, you know, they, they, in, in terms of Tony, he's they're, they're maybe thinking he's not convincing. But Timo Piggy, I would have looked at Arsenal originally and thought, okay, that's a game I want to avoid. But like you said, you've you know Arsenal are top top two for shots in the box uh, for worse, you know, worse for big chances conceded, shots in the box conceded, um, aerial attempt, aerial um, attempts conceded, etc. You know, they're, they're really struggling at the moment. Also, like, I, again, I think that's a lot to do with the difficulty of fixture they've had. Um, I'm pretty sure that there'll be, um, there'll be some goals and they'll score it. They'll be scoring some goals against Norwich, but I also think they'll be conceding goals. 
Um, I do think Arsenal are going to improve in general. No, I think you will. I think um, uh, Amos Smith Rowe was a was a serious um, a serious um, option for me instead of Damari Gray going into the premium heavy draft originally. But um, I heard that he's got an illness or something, and he got to pull out of an under twenty ones game the other day. Um, so so yeah, I, I I sort of that again pushed me to maybe going into this other draft. But yeah, I think Timo Pick has got great fixtures. He plays Arsenal, but then he plays Watford, Everton, Burnley, Brighton. And then he's got Chelsea, but then he plays Leeds, Brentford, Southampton, Wolves and Newcastle. Um, yeah, OK, we can say Norwich have been poor. We can say um, that they've been awful. But then we look at the fixtures they've played and, you know, they've played, they've played Leicester, they've played Liverpool, they've played City. They've played three of the best teams in the league. You know what? 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 What do we? You know what can we expect? We can't expect, and um, we can't expect Norwich to be, you know, absolutely getting hatfuls of goals against those teams. You know that the the big teams, um, you know, Champions League contending teams. So, well, you've got FA of, Cup winners. You've got you know the Premier League winners. I mean, European champions. So it literally yeah. it, 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 didn't want to add to that there. <laughs> Oh no, we didn't play them, did we? Did I just add that in? It's just my bias. I think you just it? Like to add it in just to pop just it in there any way you can. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, they did play Chelsea. I just obviously was thinking about um, Chelsea a lot. But yeah, I think you look at those fixtures and think at 5.9 million, you you can't really, oh, that's, that's you know, that's a huge sort of, that's a huge sort of price difference with Ivan Tony, isn't it? You know, you, you're looking at point. Six million. Yeah, I mean it's a gamble, you know. But at the same time, like you say, if it pays off, you've not only kind of getting, you know, if he scores, if he scores in this good fixture round, but also, you know, that extra money can be used, as we know, everyone wants as much money as possible so they can buy the better players. So Mm. yeah, and he also scored. He also scored against Leicester as well. We've got to remember. So I mean, he's coming up against. Um. Some some really good teams. So I'm going to throw Timo Pukki in there. I've got a couple more, uh, Max. But do you want to add any? Uh, I'll more? add. Um, I'll add Jamie Vardy. Now, the thing is that he's he's expensive, and I think that's why because he's like ten and I think ten and a half million. I think a lot of people just ah fuck that. I'm not getting him when I you know an extra million I can get Lukaku. I think that's mm. what puts a lot of people off. But you know he's got he's got two goals and an assist so far. Um, and you know, I know he's got Man City, but then he's got he's got Brighton, Burnley, Palace. All right, he's got Man United then, but then he's got Brentford, Arsenal. I mean, Brentford, Arsenal, Leeds, and I think I think Vardy's still you know he's still got it, even though he's you know a bit older now. But I I think he's a um and a player that's gone a bit under the radar. And of course, Leicester, you know, they have they haven't had an amazing start. Yeah, and when they get a few players back, you know, defensively, that could also make a difference. Um, so and um, you know make him more attacking when Barnes starts firing as well, whenever that is. So yeah. I think Vardy is another player that's kind of gone under radar a little bit and could um could do well. So that's another player that if you want to kind of not go for the heavy, you know, really expensive premiums like uh, yeah. and Ronaldo, then just a little bit uh, cheaper is Vardy. I mean, you could you could arguably get a similar output with Vardy to to. Ronaldo and because I think that is that you think you're right it, he has gone under the radar I mean three goal contributions in three games is not bad is it 
you know, it's it's. I mean, it's pretty good considering Leicester have been poor. So as soon as Leicester start firing, I don't think Vardy is a bad option. Um, he's just not popular at the moment, and I think it's it's an interesting um, word to use, popular, because although he's again, although he's not looking great, he's still got free returns in free matches. Um, but yeah, interesting option. Uh, my next option. Um, again, uh, would be uh, players like Yotta. Um, he's a must for me. If he, if Firmino is out for two to three weeks or even longer, he's a must um, at that price bracket. And having Yotta in already helps you sort of move to the um, similar players like Mount. You know, when the fixtures swing and and those types of that type of price bracket, seven point five million. Um, I also just want to mention the Wolves. Assets, uh, we know that Wolves hit a really nice run, actually, of Watford, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle, Arsenal, Leeds, Everton Palace, West Ham, Norwich, Burnley. So I could just go on. It's 11 games of pretty good fixtures. And you could argue that they've they've only, they've only they've, they've played three games, lost all three, uh, lost, you know, haven't, haven't looked great, haven't scored a goal yet. Um, and it, it'd be a good point. But, I mean, underlying stats are there for a reason. They're to tell us a story that the scoreline hasn't, and that's and and that is that the Wolves' defense is pretty good. It's you know it's really good actually. It's it's got some of the best stats um, alongside Man City underlying stats in the league in the first three matches, which is interesting because they've played they've played United as well, um, arguably one of the best attacks in the league. So I think Wolves are a really interesting asset, particularly players like Semedo, four point nine million. Um, looks really good, gets in the box a lot. I've seen images all over the place of him getting, turning up into attacking positions um, multiple times, more than a, a, a wing-back should, maybe. Um, but yeah, he's looked positive. I personally like Marcel. Um, already mentioned he's in my wildcard, 4.5 million. Looked really positive. Uh, he wasn't first team last season. He was first team last season because... Uh, well, he 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 wasn't because he was injured, but he was before, prior to his injury. Uh, they brought in Aiton Nori, um, who looks okay going forward, but Marcel, I think, looks great going forward and defensively. He's also started the past three games, so he's a really nice, cheap asset. And okay, if Wolves aren't that convincing, why not just put throw a little bit of cash in, which is 4.5. It's not a lot of money, is it, to gamble with, Max? No, I mean, it depends... There's some few players for Wolves, you know, that that jump out. It's just I, I know they haven't. That's the thing they haven't. And there's another. There's a few players out there that perhaps are they as appealing because they haven't done so much so just yet. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, but I understand your reasoning for sure. I understand. You know, there is. It's also value and and trying to get kind of get that budget in so you can use it elsewhere. Um, yeah. Do you want to add anyone? Do you want to add anyone else about uh, from Wolves before I do? I mean, yeah, I mean, you could, like you said, <laughs> I know, I know, you I know who's going. Go on. I know who you're going to say is Traore. Well, yeah, I'd assume it is him. But the problem yeah. is with him. He get, I mean, he needs to have some finishing practice. I mean, because uh, he's getting in these positions, he's making these powerful runs through the middle mm. against teams, and he's getting into the positions, and he's just not putting it away. Um, you could argue there is going. You know, if he inevitably, inevitably um, gets into these positions again and creates these chances, he will put one away. But yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult. I I'm not going to go for him until I would probably leave it for a little bit. But I know, yeah. I know you've gone for him, and I know other people have rightly gone for him because you know he is getting in it. He's have he's having a lot of shots, and in terms of Wolves, 
looking dangerous. He is a key part to that. Yeah, I just I just like the next games. I, I really like Watford, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle in, in the next games, and I think it's it, the picking Triore isn't just about picking Triore. It's picking Triore is about knowing that uh, Jimenez plays at you know up top with him, and as soon as he clicks. I think we're looking at potential um, assist returns uh, for for Triori as well. So the finishing, okay, I'm a little bit concerned about, but I think that'll come. He's getting into so many positions statistically. He's his stats are ridiculous, um, and he could use that in a negative or positive way. But, but the fact is, you know, he's still getting into those positions, and he is still having a lot of attempts. And you know, they will go in eventually. Um, and I think as soon as Jimenez gets back to his sort of full health, you know, full fitness since the Big, uh, big injury. I think we could be looking at um, some hauls from Triore and potentially um, Jimenez as well. So I'd be looking at walls. I like the fixture run. Um, there's also um, Ishmael Saw uh, from Watford. I, I was sort of on the fence a little bit, Triore or Saw, but I think okay, Saw's on penalties. But I'm just, I mean, I'm not convinced of Watford. Um, Wolves look far better for me, and and what 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 did the trick was what rewatching the highlights of Wolves against United, and they absolutely battered them. Okay, they didn't score, but they were completely dominant. And I think as soon as those goals start coming in, you know, Wolves Wolves are looking at a, looking like a much better team than they did last year because I think a lot of people sort of have that sort of uh, last sort of season bias with Wolves where it's like, oh, they're awful, they're a bad team, they're boring. But in fact, actually watching him, they've been really exciting uh, the past three matches. So definitely, uh, definitely considering Wolves. Um, you had a couple of questions in you, Mark. You put out a question this 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 week, uh, put out a post asking for some questions. I think you got one back. I think we did it pretty late this week, didn't we? We did it tonight. Yeah, I think um, it was um, it was a uh, lad called Cole Connor. You know, listens to the podcast, and he mentioned about the Chelsea defenders and you know what assets potentially to go for. Um, because of course, as we know, you know Chelsea seems as we discussed before, they seem to be pretty fixture proof in terms of their defense yeah. and the way they're structured. And to be honest, I think you'd be the best person to answer that question. Lewis, being a Chelsea fan, of course, and knowing the uh, one. Two showers kind of changes because the formations and which players he wants to go for at the back. Okay, yeah, I think one thing I do want to highlight is something I'll discuss in a set. But if you're looking for nailed, nailed, we're talking Rudiger and Aspilicueta. They are nailed. A little bit boring. No, not much attacking return. Solid picks. Um, Rudiger probably the best out of the out of both because of just that sort of nailedness and and the cheapness. So he's, I think he's 0.5 cheaper than Aspen Equator. Um, so I, I just I just feel that look at in terms of in terms of safety, it it has to be uh, Rudiger. Mm. Now, if you're not going for safety and you want a bit some you want a bit of something a little bit spicy, it's Reese James. So for me, obviously, we didn't sign Kounde. He looks set for right wing back. And okay, Hudson Odoi could come in to play the odd game. Don't think he's going to play that much, to be honest. Reese James has a great relationship with Aspen Equator. Uh, we've now got a target man in Lukaku. We need some of the best crossing um, from a wing back, and that is and that is what Reese James has got. Um, Hudson Odoi, he's more of a cutting in man. His crosses aren't great. Um, so for me, I, I'd be looking at Reese James. So Rudiger and Reese James. Now there's a lot going on, in it, and I just want to touch upon this quickly because 
there's a lot of a lot of talk of Christensen at five mil in the community at the moment, and that sort of people gassing that that Thiago Silva will 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 play the Champions League. You look at Christensen's form at the moment, and he's in great form. He's in top form. So, is is it feasible that he's going to be took out specifically for the specifically for the Champions League, the most important games of the season, and let Thiago Silva play them? Maybe. Or do we think that Thiago Silva could potentially come in at random, which I think he could? Would I be surprised if Christensen, well, I think the whole Brazilian fiasco at the moment uh, means that Christensen's nailed for next week, potentially, but we'd have to monitor that. But would I be surprised next week if Thiago Silva played instead of Christensen to get his sharpness and fitness up to up speed? No. Nope. Um, I don't think Christensen's nailed. I don't think he's as nailed as many, even fellow Chelsea fans are um, perceiving him as. I don't think he's nailed. I think... Thiago Silva could easily come in on any given match um, to get his fitness back up, similar to Chilwell and Alonso. So there is risk with Christensen. I don't want people to think he's nailed because he's not. You want to go for someone um, cheaper, then I would aim to look at another team at five mil. But if you want someone nailed, Rudiger, if you want someone a little bit um, a little bit more fun, Reese James in particular, um, for me, Reese James, I would be seriously looking at. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I stand with the Chelsea defensive assets. Um, and I hope that answers uh, your question, Connor. Um, but yeah, Max, do you want to take it away with your wrap it up with your dodgy differential for this week? Yeah. So in terms of this, just do a review of last week. So I picked four nows as a differential. Um, so yeah, got it right for the first time this season, which was good. Um, he got the goal, and I picked the dodgy differential was Firmino. So of course he came off injured. Um, so then if I go to the review in terms of who, the, the member of the community that did their pick. So Ooh, who was Tom, it? And he ah, picked Farhan Torres. So, I mean, I know he didn't get him himself, so I don't know what you're doing, Tom, but <laughs> should have followed the call. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, he got the two goals and assists, which was um, which is a brilliant result. And of course, his, the dodgy differential that he named was a burner. Um, and of course, he didn't even play. So, yeah, we... Me and the community both got them got our picks right this week. Um, so in terms of my um, my pick for the d- differential this week is Martin Odegaard. Um, now there's not much stats to back back his pick up to be honest. Um, I just feel like against Norwich, I think he he could be the player. If he, I think he can get, he should get an assist minimum. Um, I think we're going to, you know, we're going to want to bounce back and Arteta knows it. You know, he's under pressure at the moment. We're at home. Um, if we don't, I honestly think if we don't win three or four nil, like Arteta is, you know, he's already, he's already on, you know, he's in trouble, I think. Oh, he's in trouble, isn't he? I think he, oh, he's got to be. I mean, he's going, isn't he? If if you don't get a result. (laughs) You know, we we got rid of Unai Emery and he, he he's been doing a better, he did a better job than Arteta's doing at the moment. And, all this game plan of whatever. I mean, you got to be realistic and look at the results. Yeah. I mean, we've had a tricky start, but yeah, I think if it's going to change, it's going to change against Norwich. Like we, like I covered earlier, um, we've got ten, not doing so well defensively. Um, so it already conceded ten. So yeah, Odegaard's the differential, and my dodgy differential is probably a surprise, but Chris Wood. I feel like Everton. You know they're at home. I think Everton could mm. could do well, um, especially um, 
you know, if they've got the likes of some of their attacking players playing. I believe there's a, you know, Richarlison is going to play, even though he's, you know, Brazilian player. Something about the relationship between Everton and... Oh, uh, he's getting away with it, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's getting away with it. So I think, yeah, and I think Burnley, they're not looking amazing, to be honest. And I don't think they're, well... That's why that's why he's the dodgy differential, and um, yeah. I'll release the picks of, of the member of the community later this week, tomorrow probably, cool. of the the member of the community who their picks are. But yeah, they're the picks for this week. So looking forward to this week, Max. Yeah, I mean it's just waiting and waiting and seeing what um you know if I'm going to use the wild card and you know if Calvert Lewin's fit to play. But either way, I've kind of you know even it's like it's only been like a week, I've missed the um. With the international break, I have missed it, and I want to, I want to get back up, climbing the ranks. So yeah, hopefully yeah. my team does well, whatever I pick. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how the wildcard team does, and and um, and yeah, I just I just hope that the players, you know, this week turns out okay. Um, all the injuries are sort of because there's a lot of sort of knocks around, isn't there? Lukaku, um, Ronaldo potentially not playing, or his minutes getting managed, or Rafinha not playing. It's all a bit. Um, annoying at the moment, isn't it? You know, it's not it's not easy to navigate. Um, so yeah, I just hope that 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 we have a good weekend of football. A little bit annoying that there's only one game on Sunday, um, and that they're putting all all the games on at the same time. And I think a lot of people like that. But I, you got I, the Everton Burnley Monday there. Yeah, I mean there is that. Um, maybe I just like binging football on Sundays. <laughs> Uh, two, yeah, two o'clock, the quarter to uh, well, four thirty kickoff as well. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of um, a lot to look forward to this weekend, and a lot of uh, a lot of games on Saturday. Um, but yeah, so if we just leave it there, Max, is there anything else you want to add to that before we leave it? No, good luck, good luck to you, Lewis, and your wild card team, and hopefully we can all make some gains in rank wise. Um, but yeah, yeah, nothing more for me. 100% um, but yeah thanks for listening guys and, and me and Max um, are going to come up with a Twitter uh, page for our podcast um, over the next week we did discuss this before but a couple of uh, obstacles but we're, we're getting there and we'll be able to short, sort of share our views a little bit more from the pod page um, but yeah it's great to catch up again Max and obviously guys again thanks for listening and we'll be back next week so see you later Max see you later Lewis cheers <laughs>